Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. Before we get to our passage this week, Heritage Bible Church wants to make sure you ladies out there are aware of an upcoming opportunity. Our 2019 Ladies Conference is going to be held on Friday, September 20th through Saturday, September 21st. The theme this year is Living Wise in a Foolish World. And as our world becomes more and more foolish as we watch, this is very timely. You can find out more and sign up on our website at www.hbc-boise.org. That's www.hbc-boise.org. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're in the book of Mark, chapter 2, verses 18 through 22. Jesus answers another question brought to him by the Pharisees, the religious but hypocritical Jewish leaders of the day. It was another challenge. Why weren't Jesus' disciples fasting when everyone else was? Did they think that they were special? Were they sinning? Did Jesus maybe not realize that the religious leaders of the day needed to be fasting at this time? Well, Jesus' answer had to do with wine and weddings, as well as recognizing when it's appropriate to replace something rather than try to repair it. Well, his response might be confusing on a first reading, but we have Pastor Jim Harris with us to explain the meaning of Jesus' response. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, Repair or Replace? No one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost, and the skins as well. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins. Now, I suspect that not one of you owns a wineskin. You might if you're a collector of antiquities. But here's the deal. Animal skins, mainly goat or sheep skins, were used for many things. One of them was for storing wine. The hide would be left uncut except at the legs and the neck. You take all the the hair off and get it all cleaned up and you turn it inside out and you would uh, sew up the leg openings securely stitch them tightly make sure they were sealed the neck opening would be used as the spout and it would be tied with a leather thong or a string that's kind of like the cap on top of this flexible jug for wine an old wine skid would eventually dry out and it would become brittle. If you put new wine into an old wine skin, the subtle expansion that would take place with the fermenting process would burst the old wine skin. But a new wine skin had some give to it. It could stretch. You see the analogy? Jesus was preaching a gospel that went far beyond the old and useless and empty rituals of the Pharisees. Trying to put the new into the old would cause it to burst. Trying to connect the new to the old would cause it to rip and be worse off than before. 
Jesus' teachings went infinitely beyond fixing those things. As a matter of fact, it went infinitely beyond the Old Covenant. Even if a person wasn't a Pharisee, even if a person wasn't seeking self-righteousness, the teachings of the Old Testament, everything about the law, was designed to be a tutor to lead you to the point of understanding that you need a Savior and you need something new. You don't stay with the ABCs of the old things when you know um, how to write great books and do calculus. You don't go back to the basic things. You don't stay with the shadows when you have the, the full light of Jesus Christ. You don't, you don't stay with those old things and add Jesus to them. This is all brand new. You know, it's one of my favorite things when we come to the Lord's table to mention to you that Jesus did that at a Passover. And what did He do? He rendered the Passover obsolete. The Passover was a fantastic remembrance and illustration of deliverance. Uh, There had to be um, a death, and the blood symbolizing the death had to be applied on behalf of other people. It was a great reminder of God's miracle of redemption in getting Israel out of Egypt. They did it over and over every year, thousands and thousands of lambs, all of those years, and... Then along comes the singular Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Not reminding you every year that you need your sin covered, but taking it away. And what did Jesus do at that Passover? If you've ever seen a Passover celebrated in a Jewish context, it's a very prescribed series of things. And a lot of good symbolism in there. But You don't deviate from it, but Jesus did. All of those guys around that table had led those Passovers all of those years with all of their families, and they knew exactly what was to be said and done at the right time. And Jesus interrupted it, and He changed it. And He took bread, and after He had broken it, He gave thanks, and He said, what? This is my body, which is for you. Different from the lamb. Me, my. And then he took the new cup after supper. And he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. And both times, what did he say? Do this in remembrance of me. All of those Passover's pointed to Jesus. He's come. He's died. He's risen again. He's coming again. It's blasphemous to go back to that old stuff. It, you can't add Jesus onto it. It leads you to Him. And now you need to be in Him. And in Him you have abundant life. In Him you have eternal life. In Him you have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. He's not a new app that you add on to your spiritual life. He is your new life. 
To become a follower of Christ is not to be repaired. It's not to be improved. It's to be transformed. It's to be made new. You might even say it this way, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Why? You have to be born again. Impossible. You can't do it. You're right. Because you're dead in your trespasses and sin, but God will make you alive in Christ. That's the message He brought. You can't get there by rituals. You can't get there by acts of doing enough good things to accrue enough credit to be welcomed into heaven. You have to die to yourself, be born again, you haven't ever come to Christ, it doesn't matter how many times you've come to church and sung songs and said things. It doesn't matter if you've been baptized. You've not come to the point of giving your life to Jesus Christ to make you brand new. If you've never done that, this is the very best day in the world to do it. Very best day that you will have. It's about being made completely new It's about being adopted into His family. It's about being declared righteous by having His righteousness credited to your account. It's about standing in His grace. You don't just add that on. It's all new. You don't just fit Jesus into your life. We don't worship through rituals and ceremonies. There are things that are beautiful pictures. That, that's, that's fine, but if it's not from the heart, it doesn't matter. He takes over a life. You worship Him in spirit and in truth. You worship Him by presenting your body as a living sacrifice, which Romans 12:1 says is the only reasonable thing to do in light of what He has done for you. In Christ, you have new garments not patched up old ones. You're clothed in nothing less than the righteousness of Christ Himself. You have new wineskins full of new wine because you're a new creation and from you flow rivers of living water which is new life of Christ. It has been said of theology, if it's true, it's not new and if it's new, it's not true. You need the new stuff. In Christ, you're not repaired. Old things are replaced. And now every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, they're all yours. And so our Heavenly Father, we say hallelujah. We say thank you. Thank you for making it possible that we can have all the old things swept away and new things come. New life in Christ. Please, O Lord, don't let a soul leave this place without new life. May we eschew all rituals and ceremonies and all of those things that might make us feel good about how spiritual we look and come to you with empty, uplifted hands that you might make us new in Christ. We pray in Jesus' name.
Amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.